Hello, FDR's wheelchair fans. Uh, we have some bad news this week. We weren't able to use a full episode. We had some equipment failures, and our replacement didn't work very well. So we actually recorded the episode, but the audio was completely unusable. So this week we're doing another News for Dummies, where we're going to quickly go over the topics we did discuss. Um, we're very upset that we don't have a full episode. I know uh, we spent all week working very hard on it, and it's kind of disappointing that we don't get to use it. But we are going to give you some content, so don't fear. Um, I know it's a little late, and I realize you guys were looking forward to a whole episode, but we will try to make it up to you next week. We are planning or going to try to maybe do a double episode next week if uh, everything works out, but we will definitely have a full episode at least next week. So enjoy News for Dummies, and I hope you enjoy it. for dummies. Florida decided to strip Disney World or Walt Disney World of semi-autonomous status in the state. However, this has run into some problems. Uh, Disney's lawyers have decided to invite Ron DeSantis up to the panhandle and take it up the Epcot. The resort's complex governing board says that when Florida created the Reedy Creek Improvement District decades ago, the state pledged to protect the district's debt holders and not to alter its status unless all debts are paid off. And those de debts are running to about $1 billion. So unless DeSantis really wants to hold firm and pay off those debts, he'd be adding $1 billion to his deficit in the state. It's almost as that the uh, state should have read the contract that they signed back in 1967, probably in blood knowing Disney, probably. But uh, I guess banning textbooks doesn't make it easier to read law. And now that I've mentioned schools, I get to mention this gem of a newspaper article. A school board member called to resign after saying she accidentally posted a link to a pornographic site in social posts. Yeah, accident. The teacher claimed that she misspelled the link. And that it was a ruse, a political ruse out to get her. That those, really? She misspelled porno. Okay, um... Post pornographic content on an official, public-facing school board member account that can be accessed by many of our students is absolutely unacceptable, said Lakota School Board President Linda O'Connor. Furthermore, to make a public accusation, our curriculum contains such public pornographic material, material is frankly deplorable. When asked if she intended to resign, Body said, Absolutely not. I would never resign because, you know, I freedom of speech or something, I guess. And speaking about resigning, on Monday during a trip to the U.S.-Mexico border, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy was asked why he lied about the idea of asking then-President Donald Trump to resign in the wake of the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. This is how he responded. 
The reporter never asked me that question. The reporter that came to me the night before he released the book. In my understanding, he was saying that I asked President Trump to resign. No, I never did. And that's why I was answering. If you're asking now, did I tell my members that we're going to ask? Ask them if I told them in that? And I said to President Trump, see, I can't even read that correctly because it's just gibberish. It's just mixed up words all put together and it's tossed in a nice salad. But he did tell him. And uh, he's on. he was talking to Lex Cheney on the phone and the New York Times got a hold of that audio. So you can go check that out and uh, hear him saying that he fully intended that night to ask the president to resign. He didn't expect him to, but was going to have that conversation. So way to go, Kevin McCarthy. Wow, the GOP is not having a very good week. They uh, don't understand how recording works in playback. They don't understand what law does. And they are not understanding what student loan forgiveness would actually do for the country. Biden had campaigned on the idea of canceling student debt. And the GOP have uh, vehemently opposed that. Recently, Biden was, after being pressed by Senator uh, Warren and um, Senator Bernie to fulfill his campaign promise, and he kicked around the idea of what it would look like, how we would do it, and the GOP immediately reacted by trying to create a law to, to create a law that would not give Biden those powers. GOP basically saying, no, we don't like the filthies. I mean, the pores. I mean, the minorities. I mean, I got to get back to my cough and the sun's coming up. President Joe Biden on Thursday offered additional information on his administration's next steps with student loans. After Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, the New York Democrats suggested the president was getting closer to canceling up to $50,000 in student debt per borrower. He said, I am not considering 50000 debt reduction, but I'm in the process of taking a hard look at whether or not there will be additional debt forgiveness, and I'll have an answer on that in the next couple weeks. Good job, Biden, I guess. Uh, pretty sure you campaigned on that and were voted in as people wanting you to do that, and you're kicking around ideas. Hmm. No wonder Democrats can't get a fucking thing done. And if you're wondering why student loan debt forgiveness is on people's radar, it's because of the effect that it would have on the economy. Student loan debt is holding back tens of millions of people across this country who can't buy homes, buy cars, or start small businesses. Both in its scale and its cost to taxpayers, widespread student loan debt forgiveness in any form would be one of the largest transfers of wealth in American history, especially for minorities. Brookings reported that forgiving all federal student loans will cost an estimated $1.6 trillion as of February 2021. A blanket one-time $10,000 to borrowers would cost about $373 billion. Student loan debt would also have other effects on the co economy. It would increase uh, consumer spending. According to the Federal Reserve, the typical student loan payment is between $200 and $299 per month. Many graduates struggle to afford their payments. In fact, 20% of borrowers are behind. So basically, you are injecting people with a little bit more money, a little more, more spending money that they can pay off credit cards and, and, um, and car loans and things like that. Student loan forgiveness might encourage entrepreneurship. 
Entrepreneurship is important for technology and business growth, but the number of young entrepreneurs going to business for themselves has declined since 1996. Some of the decline is due to increasing student loan debt. In the 2022 survey, half of the respondents said their loans affected their ability to start a business. More young borrowers could become homeowners. In the 2019 survey, nearly half of all millennials said that they were delaying buying a house home because of their student loans. By forgiving some of their student loan debt, President Biden may be able to boost the housing market. Student loan forgiveness is a very popular subject. Again, it's kind of why Democrats kind of cling to it, but again, aren't really doing anything about it. They always have the good ideas or the popular ideas, let me rephrase, but they never seem to fully act on them, where the GOP just tends to have the unpopular ideas, but somehow manage to just ram them down the throat kind of like kind of like what disney's doing to florida right now so this has been news for dummies i'm glad you stuck to the end and thank you for listening this has been a legacy of fdr in his wheelchair